Paul, you've had more clubs than Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tell us how a Sunderland fan ended up in Newcastle United. Basically, obviously, I went to Darlington when I was 16, signed schoolboy forms, and obviously my YTS there. Um, I think I went to Newcastle and Sunderland three or four times for Charles when I was younger. But the same thing was quick, scored goals, but too small, um, which was fine. Just didn't give up and obviously signed for Darlington. But I think uh, Sunderland were interested, but Newcastle come in, offered more money for me in there. I'd call James Coppinger. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was a double sort of signing for both of us. And obviously it hung on me, making my decision, obviously supporting my family. Uh, my two brothers weren't too impressed about it, but um, no, it was a no-brainer. Obviously, massive club. So obviously leaving third division to go to the Premier League, obviously it's, a, it's every young lad's dream, so obviously I had to do it. And the big moment for you at Newcastle was a game against Sunderland at St James's Park, where you were picked by the manager at the time, Rude Hullard, to start ahead of Alan Shearer and Duncan Ferguson. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, we found out on the Tuesday morning because we'd done shape. Uh, I was in, obviously, the team. But what a lot of people don't understand is it was 1-0. When I come off, we were winning. So I can't really say anything about that. But, yeah, um, it was a strange decision, I thought. But at the end of the day, you've, you've just got to sort of get on with it and go out there and try and do your best. What was it like working under somebody like Ruth Hullard? Oh, fantastic. His training, everything was just... It was totally different because, obviously, he brought in all the... The continental stuff, the training, the diets and everything like that. And uh, I didn't really understand it. But it was just basically, he took a shine to me and obviously I loved it. And obviously when he left, it was a bit disappointing for me because I was playing, I was in the squad quite a lot and everything like that. But again, uh, when Sir Bobby come in, Newcastle were struggling. Obviously he had to start picking the older heads to try and get out of the trouble we were in. So obviously I just sort of tried to keep my head down and, and get on with it. But obviously it didn't work out, so obviously I moved on. Where did you end up after that? Uh, I moved to Wimbledon. Um, in hindsight now, I wish I'd obviously stayed at Newcastle because obviously it's well documented I went down Wimbledon and didn't enjoy it. It didn't really work out. I think I'd done two years there and obviously, um, as I said, didn't didn't work out, didn't. So obviously just decided to, to leave and um, I think they terminated the contract and both agreed on that and obviously just went out both separate ways. Get back to the northeast though with Hartlepool. Mm -hmm. um, basically, when I left Wimbledon, I think I had three, four months out. Uh, I think it was 11 games left of the season, so I signed for Blackpool under Steve McMahon. So I played the last 11 games there, really enjoyed it. Um, got offered something off them. Obviously, the summer came and I spoke to Kevin Ball, who was at Sunderland at the time. He said he spoke to Martin Scott, who was Hartlepool assistant manager at the time. He said, why not I come along? Uh, train with Hartlepool and see sort of how it goes. But uh, yeah, I scored a few goals for them in pre-season, signed for them. And like I say, I absolutely loved it at Hartlepool. Massive club as well. Um, basically just loved it there. But obviously again, I uh, fell play with injuries, my hamstring again. Uh, I was flying, I think I'd got eight or something in the first six, seven games. Flying and then obviously done my hamstring, so I was out for a while. Where did you end up after that? Uh, moved from Hartlepool to York. Um, enjoyed my time there. Um, signed a lot of older heads as well, as in Paul Grove, Steve Davis, who's played for Burnley, um, everything like that. But again, it just didn't really, didn't really happen for me. Um, so from there, I sort of drifted out the game again. Uh, I come back home to Sunderland, and I, start, I think I played about six or seven games for Whitley Bay. And Torquay gave us a call, so obviously went down to Torquay. 
played down there for a little bit. Uh, the season ended and didn't get offered nothing. And that was why you drifted away from the game? Basically just totally lost massive interest in football for some strange reason, don't know why. In hindsight, maybe he's, could have maybe got my head down a bit more and, and tried to get another club, but like you say, that's life. You sort of make your decisions, sort of get on with it. Pavel Cernicek's never far away from me. We obviously did a big charity game mm -hmm. earlier this uh, this summer uh, to, to pay a tribute to the man and raise money for St Oswald's Hospice. You came along and played in that mm -hmm. game and you, you rediscovered the, the score and touch. Four goals? Yeah, I scored four in that game. Don't get me wrong, it makes a massive distance when you've got like the likes of Solano in midfield. So if you're making a run, you know for the fact you're going to get the ball. Obviously, it was lovely to see uh, Nobby, Steve Harper, uh, Stevie Howie, Jamie McGlynn. And Keith Gillespie was absolutely fantastic, and a few of the other lads. Um, it was fantastic, but obviously for a fantastic bloke, honestly, Pav was just an absolute diamond. And for the like the work you've done on the day, and everyone else who chipped in for the charities and everything, made a few quid, which was all, which is always nice. Any memories yourself of Pav? Yeah, I just I always remember his feet were huge, but we used to play like head tennis quite a lot, and literally you couldn't beat him for the keeper. <laughs> He had the best first touch ever and just an absolute gent. Couldn't do enough for any of the young lads, everything like that. But no, just an, he's going to be sadly missed. But obviously, if everybody can keep doing what they do and try to make money for the things he believed in, then all's good. Has it reignited the passion in Paul Robinson to play again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, obviously, I played that game then because it was at Dunstan. Dunstan asked me to come along and train with them. Enjoyed that. Uh, sort of done well for them, signed. But like you say, the lads are playing well and... At my age, you sort of need to be on the pitch playing because you lose your fitness quite quick. So I've got a few options on the table to um, sort of have a look over with my agent in you and see sort of what sort of the best option to go to. Great stuff. And you've just been married, so congratulations. Remember thank you very much. Shop man. Paul Robinson, great guy. And thanks for having me. You're looking for a centre forward. <laughs>